welcome back to the podcast Discipleship in Challenging Times with me, Peter Morden. We continue with our studies in 2 Timothy and we are rereading the verses that we read yesterday. 2 Timothy chapter 2 verses 14 to 21, this time with a slightly different focus in the reflection. Let's pray together. Lord, we thank you for the light and the truth that comes from your word. And today we pray for more light and more truth. Shine on us, we pray, and lead us on in your truth, that we might be different people, changed from glory into glory, by your word and by your spirit. We ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Our daily reading from Psalm 119, we pick this up at verse 105. Your word is a lamp for my feet, a light on my path. I have taken an oath and confirmed it, and I will follow your righteous laws. I have suffered much. Preserve my life, Lord, according to your word. Accept, Lord, the willing praise of my mouth and teach me your laws. Though I constantly take my life in my hands, I will not forget your law. The wicked have set a snare for me, but I have not strayed from your precepts. Your statutes are my heritage forever. They are the joy of my heart. My heart is set on keeping your decrees to the very end. And over to 2 Timothy chapter 2 and beginning at verse 14. Keep reminding God's people of these things. Warn them before God against quarrelling about words. It is of no value and only ruins those who listen. Do your best to present yourself to God as one approved, a worker who does not need to be ashamed and who correctly handles the word of truth. Avoid godless chatter because those who indulge in it will become more and more ungodly. Their teaching will spread like gangrene. Among them are Hymenaeus and Philetus, who have departed from the truth. They say that the resurrection has already taken place, and they destroy the faith of some. Nevertheless, God's solid foundation stands firm, sealed with this inscription, The Lord knows those who are his. And everyone who confesses the name of the Lord must turn away from wickedness. I don't know if you recognise this sentence. It's not what you believe, but it's how you live which is important. 
You do hear this said sometimes in Christian circles, and in some ways it's very laudable. Absolutely how we live our lives is vital. The Christian faith is deeply practical. It involves no less than life transformation. We thought about this yesterday, didn't we? People will see how we live when they might be very hazy regarding what we believe It's not what we believe, but how we live which is important. That statement seems right, even uncontroversial. But actually, it's based on a false premise. For what we truly believe profoundly shapes how we live. C.H. Spurgeon once said, The coals of orthodoxy are necessary to the fire of piety. Paul understood this very well. In verse 15 of our reading, he talks about correctly handling the word of truth. And in verse 17, they are false teachers and their teaching is spreading like gangrene. It's an alarming image. As gangrene is poison to the body, so false teaching is poison to the body of Christ. If we're truly going to do the good works of verse 21, we need the truth of verse 15. In the teaching that I do in various contexts in spirituality, I talk about true biblical spirituality of consisting of three intersecting circles. It's actually borrowed from a, a wise man called Philip Sheldrake. And the three circles are theology and communion with God and practical action. Imagine three circles that intersect and overlap. One of those circles is theology, real theology. Right thinking about God absolutely matters. Communion with God, how we relate to him, that is vital. And practical action is so important. All those circles are vital. All of them come together to make up a true biblical spirituality. All of them interrelate. But if there is a foundational one, I believe it's theology. What we really believe about God profoundly shapes how we relate to him and how we live our lives Be committed to go deeper into God and his ways. Know the truth of the gospel. Be able to discern error from truth. Stand on the truth of his word, both New Testament and Old Testament. And press in to know God more in your heart and mind and life. If you're struggling to live the Christian life, perhaps you ought to consider what you really believe. Let's pray together. Lord, we recognise from your word that what we believe really matters. We pray that you would lead us forward so that we understand and appreciate you more. Your word, your way, the life that you give us in Jesus, the shape of the gospel, 
Lord, we want to understand and appreciate more deeply. Lead us on in right belief. For we recognise indeed that the coals of orthodoxy are necessary to the fire of piety. We're not going to be burning brightly in our lives if our belief in you is somehow skewed. So, Lord, help us in both belief and behaviour. Help us to live differently with the energy, the heat, the fire of that different living coming from the power of the Holy Spirit in our lives and a right and healthy understanding of who you are, of your grace, of your gospel, of your word. We pray for one another this morning, not only ourselves. Yes, Lord, we lift ourselves to you as individual believers, as disciples in the way of Jesus. But we pray for one another. Lead us on in truth and love, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen.